Episode of Casually Kicking It. I'm Ed. We got Nate in the building. What? What? Matt in the building. I can't even hear you. You got to put that mic. It, it, it's got to be close to oh, you. Oh, it's off. Yeah, it's off. You got to turn it on. And it was off. My bad. And holla holla. We have a special guest. This is my wife Nora. This is along on the ride with us on this special edition Hola. of Casually Hi. Kicking It. But before we continue with the show, make sure you guys. Check us out on all social media platforms. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And give us a good review on whatever platform you're listening to us on, which is either iTunes, Google Play, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Yeah. Give us a five-star just like you give your Uber or Lyft drivers a five-star. Yeah. I think we earned it. No. So, without further ado, uh, this episode is going to be based on... Uh, bullying due to a video that surfaced on social media a couple days ago with a nine-year-old child who was uh, facing, uh, as we know, some kind of bullying in school because he's a... uh, He has dwarfism. Yes. And um, so um, let's start the roundtable. Um, What do you guys think of the situation? How would you handle a bullying event? Because to me, in this in this uh, situation with the mom, um, you know, a lot of people were speaking about that she shouldn't have done video of him, things of that nature. Putting him out there in the public probably makes it worse. Um, I could kind of understand what she was trying to do with which she explained the video was trying to show people, you know, what what bullying does to kids. You know, to others that you're bullying, so you mm-hmm. can see that. Um, so, um, yeah, who wants to start off the conversation? I mean, I'll start with right. like I agree to a certain extent. Like, you don't put the kid on on video. Like, I don't like when parents put the kids on video, especially when they're going through stuff like that. Oh yeah, sorry to interrupt. How would you handle it as well? Okay, um, if as a, from a parent point of view, or from a, you know, because I grew up being bullied also at one point, you know, in my life. We know that you don't have any kids yet. Yeah, so, I mean, I was bullied growing up. Eventually, it just stopped, you know. Because you grew. I mean, that probably. I I wasn't a muscular kid growing up either. You know, it just eventually just stopped, you know. Or maybe I got into a fight, and then that just shut shut the whole system down for them so they won't be bothering me anymore. I don't know. So, I mean, it just. That's usually what it comes down to. Yeah, sometimes it comes down to that. Sometimes it just stops. It just just eventually stops. But was it the same person doing it over and over? Yeah, it was him and his and his group of friends. You know, it's it's okay. it's, it's the same group of people that they handle because they're the cool kids for the most part. Yeah. You know, they are better stature. They get all the ladies. You know, they see you. You may not be dressed the same way that they're dressed. You don't have the same clothing, the same shoes. So they pick on you because whatever you have on might be not as expensive as what they have on. So they rat they they jump jump on you on the stuff like that. So that's normally how most bullying starts. Or like I said, if you have some type of deformity to you, then it, they go after that. You know what I'm saying? So um, now from the parent standpoint, I told Ed, it was me and my kid, me and a parent throwing hands. Because I feel like as a parent, if I see the parent and they, I can see how their behavior is, I can see like, oh, this is one of the type of parents. They don't give a crap. You know what I'm saying? So at this, I'm going to go to them. First off, like, yo, my kid is feeling that your kid is bullying my kid, you know, and I needed to stop. You know, if the parent comes out to me, like, well, what are you going to do about it? Okay, you already want these hands. You already know what the situation is. So you give him what he wants. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then you, you, I know you got to deal with the consequences later, but that's just, at, at that time, I'm thinking irrationally because now I'm emotionally involved because it's my kid. You know what I'm saying? So, and a lot of times we always say, oh, you got to think irrationally. But when it comes down to your kids, you know what I'm saying? Or family. That's too extreme. Yeah, if you take it to another level, bro, because that's your family. You got to protect them and defend them. So first off, so I won't take up too much time. That's how I would handle it. But if there was another way to handle it, I probably would. But I will come back around 
and I'll give you my rational thought about it. So I don't know if we're going counterclockwise or <laughs> clockwise. Whoever wants to go next. Um, I'll try to be a little subtle about it. Um, to a certain like we're mad to a certain degree regarding the and, video. And, oh, before we continue, Nate also does not have any children. No, but I do yet. have a bunch of nieces and nephews that as I would be yet. just as protective. But as, as, as it yet. But um. <laughs> Regarding the video itself, um, you know, it's like heartbreaking. You know, you don't ever want to see anything like that. But unfortunately, in the world we live in, that's how it is. It's always been like that. I myself have been bullied for as long, you know, for a long period of time. I think bullying didn't stop till like maybe the sixth grade. I was bullied all the way up until the sixth grade, you know, mainly because of my height. You know, I wasn't like the tallest and nothing, stuff like that. But it's something that... You know, I kind of learned to deal with, but I dealt it with, I guess, the the way I was taught. You know, my parents told me, like, you know, if they say something, you know, first of all, is that person important enough for you to care about what they say? You know, if it's true, if it's not, then why worry about it? You know, so I was taught to kind of just, like, learn to try to brush it off. If you can't deflect it, then reflect it. You know, like, if they crack jokes on you, then I crack jokes back. You know, that's kind of how I developed... Um, you know, like my, my sense of humor, you know, I started cracking jokes back, you know, I used to do the whole your mama jokes and stuff like that. So I used my humor as like a, a defense mechanism, you know, I just sent it back, you know, I didn't resort to violence unless they, you know, they put hands on me. I was, you know, so like if they say something to me, I felt like if I can not say anything back and I immediately resort to like violence or whatever, I already lost. So, um... That's just how I was brought up, but um, as far as like with the video, you know, again, it's like it's hard to see it, and kind of agreeing with what Matt said, I wouldn't want to put my kid out there because now with the social media, that's gonna be out there forever. You know, that kid's gonna grow up, and that's gonna keep coming back to him. You don't know what kind of um, uh, what's the word I'm looking domino effect is gonna have later on in life. You know, people because people probably even make fun of him as an adult looking back at that video and stuff like that but listening to what she was saying in a video she said that you know this has been an ongoing thing and she's tried to keep it discreet she didn't originally wanted to put it out there but I guess she said that you know she had no other choice because she's tried to talk to the parents she's talked to the school so you know she said she put this video out there because she had no other way of I guess bringing attention to it, you know, like, you know, she tried to handle it behind closed doors, didn't work. She wanted to shed some light on it, unfortunately, kind of using her son as a martyr, but, you know, whatever's going to help, and I don't know, you know, again, I'm not a parent, so I don't know, like, I'm pretty sure if it was my kid, I'll do, i be desperate to fix the situation, regardless if if it seems rational or not, just like, I'm going to do whatever I think it's gonna be. It's gonna help them for whatever case. If nothing's working before, try something different, polar opposite. I don't know. So maybe that's what this mom did. That's what I'm thinking. You know, like I heard her out at first. I'm like, yo, I would never put my son out like that. That's like his right now. That's like the worst time of his life, and it's broadcasted. He's hiding his face. Like he doesn't want to be seen. But it's not just. It's not just that he doesn't like. I don't. He don't. I don't think he understands that. Like the whole world knows it. That's what I'm saying. He's, he 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 knows it. His face is out there. He's, he, he knows he's only, that, but that's he's, he's only, hiding his face. He's you only know? Not, no, he's not. He's hiding his face because he's in so much pain that he... Dude, he says he wants to die. Nine years old saying that. I mean, that's... That's like the worst thing any parent would want to hear. Because now, she said, now she's got to worry about her son, you know, doing something when she's not around. So, that's just me. Hopefully, at this point, if she... Or if he's feeling this way, that she's reached out and trying to get some help. Because, obviously, for any parent, anyone going through that, that's the worst thing ever to see your child like that. But if it's to that point, we need some therapy, we need some counseling, we need some other things involved. And I think as a teacher... Yeah, talking to microphones, we can hear you a little bit better. I'm new to this. Okay. (laughs) As a teacher, it's difficult, too, because obviously... You know, it's a bully-free zone. that, And we have to be careful when we throw that word around. I think a lot of people 
um, are quick to throw that word around. Just, you know, if kids are messing around with each other. Like if I say a joke about you like one time, I could just exactly. be joking around. That's but not if I'm per- bullying. Yeah. It's just making a joke. But if right. I, if it's a, like persistent. is If it's consistent, if it's daily, you know, it's the same person emotionally, physically making fun of them, whatnot, then yes, that's considered bullying. So most likely this is, you know, but I think we have to be very careful with that word because I think a lot of people just throw it around. Yeah. When it really isn't bullying. It's, you know, like the situation that happened with our son. He was at soccer. Another kindergartner said that he was fat. And, um, it's not the first time either, though. You would have cut the uppercut too, cuz. But it was so violent, bro. <laughs> but it wasn't the same kid. No, I know. I'm just saying. So it's not the first time from the same kid. It it seems like there's more than one kid, right? Obviously, but they're also six years old. So they say things. We've heard Julian say stuff about people, and we're like, "What are you doing? You can't say that." They don't know better. So, you know, those are those teaching moments, like those parenting moments, like, hey, you know, how did that make you feel? You didn't like it? Well, did you tell them, hey, like, please stop? No, I didn't. Well, next time you need to, you need to tell them to cut it out. And if they don't, that's when you tell your teacher, you tell your mom and dad. Well, at least you reprimanded him at that moment in time. Most parents don't. No, she didn't reprimand anybody. What I'm saying is, like, at least she said something to him. At the time it happened. Yeah, but you see, you gotta give it. You gotta. Well, who you, to, you gotta be specific. Who are you like referring to? She if Julian to. said something about something, somebody, and you heard him, you said something to him about it. Then you're like, "Hey, you can't say that." Most parents she, think it's a, she wa- she wasn't there when the kids said that though. No, no, no. no she's no. talking about when Julian when Julian said, said, like when Julian oh, said gotcha. gotcha. When Julian says something about somebody and she hears him or you hear him. You say it to him, hey, you can't say that. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, it's but the it's lack no parenting. parenting. Yeah, but I'm saying, that's, that's what <laughs> like I'm going to get to. Like, there is no parenting Yeah, that's what I'm going to get to. If a par- another parent hears that, they're like, oh, it's funny. Right. They don't take it as, like, it's they're, a serious matter. Yeah, they're enabling yeah, it. Yeah, and so it. he thinks it's okay, or he or she thinks it's okay to continue to do that because the parents didn't discipline them to the point of saying, that's not right, you can't say that. If I, when I was growing up and I see like, an old person, I said, why does that person look like that? Right. I got bopped. Like you, like you don't talk about people like that. You know right. what I'm saying? So I never talked about people like yeah, that. Yeah, I was always don't don't stare, don't, don't stare, point. don't point. Yeah, yeah, yes. and don't don't say anything. You know, it's just. But again, like what she said, you know, the six years old, all you gotta do is just teach them, yeah. and they'll know better. Absolutely. You know, if they, they don't. don't, if the parents don't, and they're pretty much allowing it, then that's when you you take it to the next level. And I don't mean putting hands on them. You just. The next responsible <laughs> level. No, bro, it's super violent, bro. I mean, like, I grew I had to fight my way out of everything, man. A violence seems to get to most people these days. So, I, you know. I, and it's I, a sad world. I mean, I was bullied, too, in school. I mean, I had parents that had no kind of fashion sense whatsoever. So, growing up, <laughs> you know, I thought what they wore, you know, how my dad dressed or how my mom was picking out my clothes was like everybody else dressed like that. When you go to school... And, you know, everyone's like, yo, why are you wearing that? You know, and, it, you know, like I, in elementary school, I got the one where people thought I looked like a girl with short hair. People thought I was a girl. I, I got the, the, the short being short, of course, being heavy. Um, my mom and my, my dad, they always shopped at Payless Shoes. If you guys remember that company. Yeah, I remember getting made fun of for that. That company's not around anymore, but that's where we shop for all my shoes. I never had a pair of Nikes, Reebok, Adidas, whatever, until I got to... My first pair of Nikes was in middle school, seventh grade. So through then, I, I had Payless shoes, and everyone's like, yo, what are those? What is that? What are you wearing? So yeah, you got made fun of your shoes. I think that's why I have an obsession with shoes now. Like, <laughs> all my shoes either have to be like, well, you know, you know, I love Jordan brand. Like, Jordan, it's either Jordan or nothing, or Nike. And with my son, I... I in the back of my mind, I have that, you know, right now he's not worried about his shoes, but he will be, and I don't want him, so I, I've carried it, you see what I'm saying, so I've carried it now as an adult to where I don't want people, A, making fun of me of my shoes anymore, and I don't want people, which is kind of silly, but that's just the way I feel, but the way that the bullying stopped was, like you said, it had to result to violence, because the teacher the teacher thing never got to it because you could tell the teacher, the teacher will talk to the student, but then when you get to middle school, the students catch you 
when the teachers aren't around. Yeah. In hallways when you're switching classes. Well, I that's think it's the very worst. That's now. the worst part. Then when you get into those situations, it's like your back is against the wall. So now either you have to um, do something about it because now everybody's staring at you. You know, you got practically the whole school like, oh, what are you going to do? So now in order to, to um, this is the, the train of thought that you're in at that point. In, in order to keep your manhood in school and your dignity, you're going to have to fight. They got to test these you gotta ha- You got to fight this person even if you know that this is not going to go well for you or probably the other person. And then guess what happens? Then you get into a fight, you suspend it, but then the kids know, hey, this guy isn't going to continue, but... It continued regardless. Um, in middle school, I was in the sixth grade. I was suspended three times through that school year. And um, it, it wasn't fun, but it was something that I had to do because I was in a, in a school that was predominantly African-American. Okay. And I'm Latino, but if you look at me, I don't look or resemble anything of a Latino. <laughs> Latina. I look like your typical Caucasian. Caucasian. So... You know, what am I going to do in a school? Wait, no. Uh, I, I'm i not really white. Look, I can speak Spanish. Uh, blah, blah. Uno, uno dos, tres, cuatro, right. cinco. So it's like, why do I have to justify myself to someone? But it then, you know, those kids don't understand. They just see you as a white boy. And that, that was a problem that I had to deal with as Sometimes well. Sometimes it's just demographic, bro. It's, it's kind of so like, hard So on top to... of that, yeah, racism did play uh, play a big part in... in, in Unfortunately, in, in that's around bullying. the world, man. That's everywhere. But... but um, the teacher route, you know, I would tell my mom. My mom would always give me the uh, ignore them, you know, because yeah. if you keep ignoring them, they won't bother you anymore. That is wrong. <laughs> I tried that one. The ignoring makes it worse because then it continues and continues and they see that you're ignoring them, but they see that you're taking it. So they're like, oh, see how much you know, you can I can keep going to see how, yeah. how what's going to make them break. Yeah. And it could put, it could potentially get worse. Yeah, Luckily, I, I didn't have the I want to um, commit suicide effect. I was the opposite. I was the one where I would retaliate over the bullying because there's two. There's two. There's there's only two things when you're getting bullied. There's there's a, there's a person that retaliates from getting bullied, or the person that goes and decides to um, injure or harm themselves because they can't live with that. I don't. I don't know if that's, that's the only ex- two. Yeah, I don't think those are. The I mean, there's only different ways. There's, di- there's so many different ways to handle it, though. No, it's I know like, there's different ways of handling it, but but to a kid in that situation, but I think like this when is, when the, I, the pressure know, falls like, on the parents at that no, point I, to give I, them the I, options. I agree, but when you're in uh, when a student is in that situation, well, maybe you felt that way. I feel like well, no, I, think I, mean, I, I never different. I never felt like I wanted to take my life, but it looks like you know it's either you retaliate. Or most student, you know, or most kids, when they're in that situation, decide that maybe taking my own life is it, it getting out of this hell. Maybe nowadays that's what it seems like. We see the two extremes. I mean, like it, like now it seems they, like th- that's happening more often. Yeah, now but than like than uh, in the news, the in the news, whenever something hap- something bad happens with a student, it's either a student commits suicide from cause of bullying, or like you said, unfortunately, that kid gets bullied. What he does gets a gun, comes back into school, everybody pays for it. Those are really two horrible extremes, but it seems like nowadays that's happened way too often. You know, it's like the, um, again, it comes to like the adults, the parents and the teachers are both important because the, the kids spend just as much time with the teachers during the sure. day than with the parents at night. So it really falls on the See, in the middle teachers. school that I was in? Yeah. Every teacher that I had for all, all uh, because, it, you know, you, when you're in middle school, you, you have different classes. Yeah. So you have, like, maybe six teachers, seven teachers throughout the day. Yeah, None but that's, like, almost every... school yeah. would give two shits about what you were... It dep- you were well, then, you know, then that's the teachers. I think it's different, though, because the minute... Now, a, probably. A, a kid drops the bullying word, like, it's a full-blown investigation well, that Yeah, that's because of everything that's been right, happening exactly. lately. So they, they, like, they're cutting that off. Yeah. So, I mean... But uh, going back to what Nora what? said, though, you got to watch it when you throw that word because, again, with the whole, you know, some people are quick to victimize themselves. Absolutely. Me, I, I joke around. I don't... I like to make jokes about things, but I won't... I won't say, like, you know, like, I'll, I'll make, like, one joke about you in school... And at the moment, said like, oh, he was bullying. I'm like, yo, I said one joke, and I'm getting expelled, or I'm getting the third degree. <laughs> yeah. 
No, and it's, it's going to, sometimes it gets to that extreme and it's like, have they gotten, it's gotten that bad that it's like everything is an extreme now. No, it is. I remember last year, like I just had like a group of girls that just kept fighting and it was just petty nonsense, just drama, drama, drama. And I told my girl, I'm like, listen, she's going to pull the bullying card. Like I am telling you. And the minute she does. It's going to have to get really serious. I'm like, so you better back off. Just cut it out. We're done. I don't want to hear it anymore. Don't be near her. Don't do it. Because the minute they do that, I mean, the administration has like a checklist of things they have to do and interview and get witness statements. And I mean, it's like an an investigation. Right. Here's my thing about that, which I never understood. Maybe you can explain this to me because you're in in this public school program system. Um, why don't they just have more cameras that's more on the property so that way you can see things happening? You can pinpoint the time. This is what time it happened. You can investigate it from that point because you have eyes now that you can see, okay, this is what's going on. Explain the situation to me. Right. There are more cameras now. You know, because I, I, can, I can never understand why if a parent has an issue with somebody, their kid getting bullied, and they can't find out. And other parents are like, well, how can you say that about my kid? My kid's an angel or whatever. But this video says differently. This video says your kid is not an angel. He's a devil. And he's, he's and he's being a demon to, my, to this person that he does not even know. I know they definitely have more cameras in buses. They're pulling bus tapes yeah. all the time. I mean, this, this should be, this should, to me, should be stopping a lot of these situations. So, like, a parent should never, and then if they catch the kid being bullied, they need to pull the kid that's being a bully out of the school. He needs to go somewhere else. He can't be here because obviously he doesn't want to learn. He wants to give people a hard time, and he doesn't want to do what he needs to do. It's really It's not that cut and dry, though. Yeah. To get a kid removed from a public school is, like, nearly impossible. Like... It's, it's why I mean it's crazy that's like that's unfortunately because you, if you think about if you, if you take him out of school then you're, you're sending him down a path where he could potentially he's not going back. down that path either way because he's going to stop the thing is you gotta this. look at the age too though like man do you really want to start treating him like a criminal so early in his life well if he's gonna not he's not, he's not gonna stop doing that you, he you get care. him out of school what's gonna happen I mean like Send, send them to one of those schools where there's it's like different alternatives like positive pathways like there's different you well, know. it just stuff needs to be done, if you know, to avoid. Like, if you go through all those routes and nothing changes, he obviously doesn't want to learn. He has a he has an issue. I mean, if and it's, it's a severe case like that, and there's like multiple things, and all these things are happening, then you know, possibly they could get you know removed and go to a different kind of. But it's like I was telling you, Matt. School. It, it but, takes a lot to get a student out of a school, right? And so, then, which thinks if, and you you were saying. Oh well, then why? Then then I'll go to their parents, and I'm like, but there's some some of these students, their parents aren't even around. Like if it's even harder if like a a student is labeled ESC, like a student with disabilities, it's even harder. Man, it's not no, with just homeschool. I just so then it's, just feel like then it comes down school, to where you're gonna have to pull your kid out of the school if you don't want them to be around that, and you got to right. put your child in a different school if you want them to avoid that bullying or whatever you want to call it. And this makes me think then, okay, because I grew up in Catholic school. And honestly, I don't remember anything like this when I was in school. But in Catholic... I think it's because everybody was afraid of going to hell. (laughs) (laughs) As as they should be. For real. As as they should be. Is it different with private schools than it is with public school? Because I I feel like private schools... Parents I, pay I never for been their to private kids school. to go to school. So if a private school, especially Catholic private school, if they see that this kid is acting out, they they're like, you out. yank, you're out. Yeah, that's why. But yeah, that's one of the things. Um, private school. I never been to private school, but I have an idea. Like, you can't just go to private school. You kind of get screened. You know, you have to like your kid has to meet a certain criteria or something like that to be able to go to certain schools. So they're going to it depends. Well, some schools, they're going to know if you're a problem child, if you're even like capable of going to the school. Like if you're going to be studious, like, you know, are you going to fit in this school? If you're just like some wild child or whatever, just some random kid. No, public. I mean, you can't not everybody can go on VIP. You know what I'm saying? So well, here's the thing. I mean, like we, like I said, private school. The parent is paying for their child to go to that school. The the private school they don't they don't go by 
the county rules. Yeah, so they can literally so kick they, your butt they, out. They could be like, thanks for your money. He's out of here. No ifs, ands, or buts. You know? But with a well, public school, you have to abide by the county, whatever county you're in, the rules, the regulations. There's all kinds of steps. And just like I was telling you, Matt, uh, my wife had a, had a problem child a couple years back. Parents weren't really involved. Uh, one of the parents was locked up. The other one was uh, a driver who was never home. And so how are you going to get a hold of the parents when none of them are around? And I think the legal guardian was like their high school sibling. So, you know, it's it's it's, it's hard, man. Yeah, but I mean, at, at the end of the day, we got to talk about like, you know, it's role is like um role models and stuff like that you know as adults down to the parenting it really does and when there's no support at home there's only so much you can do yeah so much from a what uh, from a teacher standpoint as well you know either you have them all day or you only have them for a period right or whatnot so you know there's so many different factors but again at least you know if it comes down to it like again not promoting violence but that ha- that can't be the the that can't be your first anywhere near your first three choices or whatever you know at, at least bring it to whatever adults like if if first go to this bring it to the parents if the parents don't care then bring it to the teachers if the teachers don't care no 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 what you no what I'm what I'm getting a, to as a parent as a school I don't think you can go to the parents like yes they, you they tell, yes you can't like you know they how many tell time? you that you got to oh. go through the teacher first right. Or like, can I just go to that? Just stand at the school and wait for that parent. No, because look, look, okay. odds well, are, let's look, not do that. no, no, I'm asking, <laughs> That's I'm asking bro, I'm saying, like, if odds I'm are, I'm asking, is there a, I, a route where you're supposed to follow, like, hey, what's the protocol? The I don't think you, there's, there's a no protocol. protocol yeah, I mean, like, if you see the parents at the bus stop and you talk to them right there, you don't need to right. go to the the teach to the right. school unless a fight happens in the school and the teachers are involved. Then they bring all they bring the usually bring to the parents all together. And try to hash this out, but I mean, like, if you if you can uh, approach the parents, if it doesn't work out with them, then let the school know that you tried to talk to the parents, nothing worked out, so that at least they have something to go on reference. from a reference, and they can keep an eye out in particular, like, hey, we're having problems with this kid and this and that. If you can, at least sit them in the opposite sides of the class, right. just make sure they don't keep in contact, just so that you're, you know, they have a reference. And they have something to go off for just in case if something like this happens. Now, if it, nothing happens in the school, then I would probably take it to like maybe a restraining order. Right. You know, there has bring been a, instances where they go as far as calling the cops. That's and what the I'm cops saying. Get involved. Exactly. Yeah. Go to a restraining order, and if a restraining order doesn't help, then God, I don't know is what. <laughs> I don't know what then. You so know. So now, Matt, now that you've heard a lot of this stuff, mm-hmm. what are you gonna do? Well, I already told you the first time. I said. Originally, that was me. I'm emotional about it, especially if my kid is that kid for the video situation. Well, you need to. You know, I mean, you like, have to calm down though, because then you you need are to show temperament. Well, as I'm show saying, your kid that. Well, I'm saying originally. Now, after you guys said, I was said first off, I would talk to the parents. I said originally first talk to the parents. Yeah. You know, and then at that point, then it all depends on how that parent reacts. You know, see, here's like, the thing: How are you going to get in touch with the parents? Are you going to? Well, I'm just saying, like, if you say if you see, like, yeah, like, 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 if you see him at the bus stop, like, hey, bro. Find a way. Yo, my, I, you know, way. my kid feels like your kid is messing with my kid. You know, I just want to know, can you talk to your kid and tell him leave my kid alone? You, you know, know some, and then some parents yeah. would give you that aggressiveness. Now, I'm a patient person. I'm, I, I'm talking right now, but if you push me, if you push <laughs> yeah, me, and you were like, yeah, <laughs> I, I, eyebrow I, if up, you like, can't tell, I've raised one eyebrow the like the rock. Yeah, I'm, I'm a patient person beyond in real, real life. Okay. You know, so I would take it to the next level of talking to whoever needs to go to next. I, you know, I'm down for protocols or whatever to be like that, but at some point, I don't want to take my kid out of school because that makes my kid feel like a punk. You know, if I move my kid out of the situation, then he's going to go to every every school year. He's going to have the same, uh, every grade, so he's going to have that same problem. Yeah. And eventually, my kid is going to learn self-defense. You're, not, you're, so I would you're te- also not going to show your kid how to deal with a situation. Either. I'm going to teach my kid how to defend himself. No, but the thing is, you know, you keep, but, if you take your kid out of the school, then like... And when he grows up in society, every, he's going he to run away just, from everything. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. So you don't want to take your kid... Away from school after school after school. Gotta Eventually, he's got to learn how to defend himself. Now, I don't, I, I don't promote violence, but I do promote defending yourself. Yeah, and that's where I go to next. I teach my kid to defend yourself, only to defend yourself. You don't attack. 
You defend yourself. But there's different ways of defending yourself. Like, again, it can be verbally, you know, again, like, if if they're ignoring, then crack jokes back. See, you know, see how they like it. You know, just sometimes, you know, put them on blast. But I mean, like yeah, that. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but still, in the, in the back of my mind, the way people are today, they go, like I said, we go straight into violence. So if the person, if you crack back against the bully and the bully feels like, oh, he's, he's feeling like, okay, I got to go into attack mode now, he's going to attack my kid. Well, it and, seems like and, and, he was going to attack the kid either way. You just okay, at least try. In the end, my kid still, still learned how to defend himself. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm teach you to run. I'm not, the, yeah, we're not saying the state let your kids well, stand no, and be saying, a punching I'm just, guy. I'm, no, I'm saying what I'm just saying is I'll teach him the verbal route how to defend yourself verbally, but also t- at the same time teaching you how to defend yourself physically and emotionally. You know, say you know because all this, all this stuff going on, like, you shouldn't have the kids should not have to worry about going to school. Worry about mass shootings and being bullied. That should Absolutely. be the last. Absolutely. That should be the last thing a kid to worry about. I, I, I feel like it, needs be, it needs to be more metal detectors. It needs to be anything that you can keep. You can keep an eye on these kids. More security. It needs to be this more guy ways. Wants cameras everywhere in the school. I'm not saying everywhere, bro. Don't. I didn't say bathroom. I just said somewhere where everybody can see. Sure. It needs to be in public place where you can clearly see that this is what's happening. He feels like cameras in teachers' classrooms. Teachers don't want that because they're 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 hiding something. No, I, I, see, that's now you're twisting my words. What, what I said was, <laughs> what I said was, if a teacher, if you guys have teacher meetings and they're saying like, oh, don't put cameras in the classroom, why not? Why? If that means it feels like it's something you got something to hide, you know what I'm saying? If you put a camera in the classroom, you're defending yourself because if a kid steps out of line, at least there's a video showing that hey, I didn't do anything wrong, I did my job, you know. No, I'm not. And I, at the same time, I was like, if I was a teacher. I'd be like, yo, do what you got to do. Security's coming. They're going to handle you. Uh, I'm okay. going back to they're going back to my class. I just want to play devil's advocate with that object. With that okay. with that with that topic, I mean, okay, for I can understand having cameras in the classroom like if it's pre-K or whatever and you know they're like little kids, there's only so many kids you can look after. You got to make sure they're being taken care of. However, when you get to a certain grade level to where the point like they should be able to somewhat behave or whatever, you don't need to treat the classroom like a prison and like honestly I just feel like if you have cameras watching and all that I feel like you're opening a can of worms for for parents to critique and bother the hell out of this out of the teachers they already do you know so, and so yeah, if, be, if you already get no, bothered in it, but the, no but the I'm saying no, it's, it, it's, it's like it's like a backseat driver times a hundred I mean cameras, like oh, I saw how you were teaching the class the other go. day your cameras are to do something but the cameras also can be turned around and you be used for something but the else. cameras but the cameras would not be used for that the cameras can't, it doesn't know it doesn't matter footage is footage you could take it and do what you want I'm using the footage to show an incident that happened in the class, you can't come in. No, but then, like, a, but then a parent's gonna want to use that footage for other things exactly. later on down the road. Like what? Oh, well, it doesn't matter. There could be what, like, what, if, what, if, why okay, did the fight okay. start? Like, no, no, it no. doesn't even have to be a fight. It like, have well, to be a fight. If, if your son is fail is failing in one particular a class or a grade or something like that. And they were like, "Oh, I want to see, I want to see um, this class." There's parents out there that want to see. Well, what is this teacher doing then? Yeah, I want to see the tape of what this teacher's doing well, in the class. How come she answered his question and not my son? My son's hand went so up first. So then your camera this went this to from protecting a kid from a fight or bullying to now going picking down a on wor- the damn teacher of how well the teacher's teaching the classroom. Bro, that's a, that's a big can of worms. If you got an issue with my way, everybody else is in this bit is passing except your kid. Let me something wrong with your kid. If everybody, has, if everybody, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I mean, some parents, no, 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 no. Actually, I think, think the opposite, bro. I think that. like if if if, if Nora's teaching a class of a hundred kids and ninety nine of them are passing, I don't think ninety nine of them got it wrong. I mean, like obviously, you know, not no one's gonna have hundred percent, but I mean, like you really gonna go against the majority on this one? Like if your kid is failing. Maybe that's just not the, the the subject for them. And that's what I'm saying. But, I'm just. I'm, I'm saying. But, I'm, if everybody else is passing except your kid, then that means there's something up with that kid. Okay. That's what I was saying. Oh. I'm not saying that. Oh, it's something wrong with the yeah, teacher. Yeah, but those those parents, there's parents out there that never see that there's something wrong People with their kid. People always have something to well, say I know, about I, I, everything. I, yeah, like I'm, I'm dead so. serious. Like there could be a kid that just no, my, there's nothing wrong with my kid. I have a cousin of mine. Oh, Ooh. he's just playing. We, we know yeah. that, you know, he's in the spectrum. We think that he's in the spectrum. The way he acts, he, he does not, you know, with, with my son and his, ne- you know, they, 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 there's something there. And you they can interact. Tell. Yeah. But, you know, she, even my cousin, his, her sister has brought up, hey, I think there's something. No, no, he's, no, he's normal. Everything's fine. 
there's just some everyone's people normal head, and fine is different in their head it's always there there there's nothing wrong they're they lie to themselves mm-hmm. and they never see anything wrong and there are those parents and you could show them the footage the whole nine you want and they'll still tell you straight to your face yeah. no there's well, I mean, like this, and there's ways, there's ways that you show them. Okay, well, we'll do it this way. I just told you that they, Matt, that they'll do just, all kinds of things to show the parents, and the parents would it's still not be. Black and you never white. seen it's stubbornness. You never seen stubbornness until you seen like a, a a parent defending their kid. Yes, I mean, and, I'm, and, I, have, and I, I don't have an issue. And with we're parents stubborn defending their kids, but I mean, like maybe what I'm saying is like do it, uh, do whatever the training, whatever the class is, do it a different way. And see if he takes it that way, and it, it could be it could be like okay, maybe he's learning this particular way. You can do that, and that parent will still look at you and be like, "Well, then no. I say, okay, like at that point in year, there's nothing you can do about it. That's just that parent. There's there's you just know? parents that are like that, bro. Like that that you will show them every single thing, and you could put everything in front of their face, video, black and white. Look, this we tried this, we tried that, because they're trained to do multiple things. We tried this, we tried that, we tried that. Before they even, and the parent would be like, no, you're wrong. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you know how to teach. Well, then there's something wrong with the parents. We all know that. There's something <laughs> truly something wrong with the parents. I know. I, Matt, I guess the, this world, and I, I've talked to you about it already, the, the world is not black and white. I know you want it to be that way. It's you 50 shades of gray. Be, it's 50 yet, shades of gray. It should be, but there is so Pun much intended. Gray. But, like, honestly, okay, Nora, since, like, you're a teacher and a mom, you know, like, I guess it's... How do you try to balance that? Try to be like unbiased from both points of view, though, because it's like you can, you, I guess you have the, I guess, advantage or to see it from both sides every single day. I mean, I do. It's definitely different now having him at school with me. It's like very different because he's in kindergarten, right? Are you trying not to be a helicopter? Mom? Yeah, I try. I try not to, but I definitely peek in that kindergarten room to see what's going on. And smile at him and get to see him every day. But you just have to think the way you're treating those kids, like, would you want your kid to be treated like that? You know, and I know I do that a lot where before having him, I just did my thing. But now it's like, okay, if that were Julian, would I want his teacher talking to him like that, you know, or reacting like that or doing this or that? So it's definitely definitely a different like mindset, but I mean, it's just it's a lot of gray, especially with the teaching. These parents are wild; <laughs> they are wild, and there's just. Do you learn from like okay? I can't. I'm like you see how they come at you. You try to like mentally oh, yeah. make sure you don't. You have to. I mean, you know, we're professionals. And I think teachers just wear a lot of hats. I mean, we're, like you said, we're with them the majority of the day. You know, some of these kids get dropped off at 7 in the morning and don't get picked up till 6 p.m. You know, they're at school all day long and before and after care. So that's tough. And their parents are just not involved like they should be. And I get it. It's hard. You know, working all day, coming home, you know, doing homework. Making dinner, well, Eduardo does that, so we're good in that part. Oh, you lucked out. But it's hard. So, and I would say we're very involved, you know. We know what's going on. We're in his book bag, checking his binder, doing all the things that we need to do. But, I mean, that's a lot of work. And I know a lot of the kids just, they don't get that. They don't have those conversations with their kids when things are happening. And they just don't know how to act. They just don't know how to act the kids and respond. But like, what would you, but I guess like one of the things that we're all having an opinion on is like, how would you handle that though? Because like if, if they're not involved and let's say, what if you're the teacher and you know that parents are not involved, what do you do? How I do mean, you handle that? You can only do so much with that kid and talk so much with that kid because you can reach out to parents all day long. I mean... You can see all the messages on our, you know, messaging system that we have or through email. But getting admin involved, sometimes that works because, you know, if they see the principal or assistant principal calling, then it's a different story. But it's tough. I mean, you just have to do what you can. But I think building relationships with the kids is the most important thing. 
as a, as a teacher or as a teacher like you have to the minute you know you meet them you have to build those relationships they need to trust you they need to love you and I mean I I mean I would take any of them home like every year I'm like I'm ready to take them home because you just adore them and want to take care of them especially the ones that don't have that support it's so hard yeah because you just know that it's going to be so much harder. I'm in elementary school. Middle school, high school, it's just a different beast. Yo. Oh, my God. Yo, tell me about it. <laughs> so. I mean, I came down when I when I moved from New York to Florida. and I think middle school was probably the hardest. I had to adjust to Florida. in the in, Okay, you go to high school. The first grade of high school is ninth grade? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I came down... I came down to Florida and in eighth grade. So like I just finished seventh grade. So I went like my first three years of middle school up in New York. And then I come down to eighth grade in Florida middle school. And it was a whole nother ball game. I mean, like crazy adjustment. I stuck out like the only sore thumb. Um, the only thing I had going for me was that like I'm like, quick with it with my with my mouth and all that like I'm smart aleck and stuff like that but man it, it's I drew a lot of unwanted attention so it was like a really huge adjustment period it took me like years to adjust to Florida especially like how people treat each other how they talk and everything like that especially like if you're from outside they made fun of me but I didn't really see it as bullying but other people could have taken it as bullying like mm. Crack, oh, you're from New York, you like water, you know, the, the, you know, the whole, oh, you, you know, it's like, oh, you're from New York, you tough now and stuff like that. So they try, they try you, they check you and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's pros and cons. I mean, the guys want to try you, girls want to holler. So it's like, you got, <laughs> oh, you're from New York. I mean, I mean like, <laughs> to me, like, it's the quiet ones that normally get picked on. And like if you out, if you're outspoken, you gotta if you, worry if you, about too nowadays. Yeah, I mean, yes. but if you're out, if you're like outspoken and you're like the class clown or something like that, the people are like they're like, oh, okay, it's cool. But if you're the quiet ones, then there's the ones they pick on because they feel like you got no social. Yeah, and they start making stories about you, and you don't say anything, so it's just like, oh, uh, you know, it's like in those movies. Oh, I heard he he eats cat food and all kinds of crazy stuff. I heard he decapitates dolls and some weird the stuff. Kids you know. have to get have to let the teachers know because sometimes the teachers don't know what's going on but you know because it's, it's happening hard. it's so at hard for people to open up though or, and but that's why you have to build those relationships right because when you have those relationships with those kids then they feel more comfortable like all right let me go but talk the, to them the, about the backside it to that is like if you tell that kid or if the kid tells the parent or the teacher i'm sorry and the parent doesn't, the teacher doesn't do anything, or he talks to the, the, the student that's being involved in the situation, that student goes back to the kid because he knows he said something, and then they go at him harder. And then it's, it just caused a whole another whole another situation because. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You got <laughs> you a whole other situation. Teacher, now. You want to tell the teacher, you tatter tat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so oh, then it gets a whole other situation. Boy. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. it, it escalates it, it makes it worse. So, it's like, how do you handle a situation? Well, you ha- not every single situation is going to be like that. Yes, sure, some might be, but you got to say something for something to happen. If you don't like, say something, you know, yeah, you don't know nothing. Gonna happen. So you, exactly. you either say something, you don't get, or you get beat up, or you don't say something, you get but beat up. Damn if you do, always, damn if you don't, though. bro. Like, if you I mean, honestly, that's one of the, I'm sorry. Involved teachers, you uh-huh. know, and... I mean, it's very different now, I'm telling you, because the minute you drop that word, like, so much is done, they have, um... I don't know how you teachers do it, though. Nowadays, I feel more and more is getting put on you guys. Not just... Oh, yeah. As, not mean, just, like, role models, you know, with the kids, but, like, uh, with the responsibility, like, with all these uh, mass shootings, especially, like, here in Florida, like, mm-hmm. they were talking about trying to ar- give you guys vests and guns and stuff, yo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, bro, like, that's crazy. I mean, like... She'd be the next kindergarten. No, no, but the thing is, it's like... Next kindergarten Yo, for real. But I'd be like, yo, man, how about you try to give them enough supplies first, and then you want to strap them up? Yeah, it's a lot. But even, um, like, with kids who say, you know, they want to kill themselves or they want to hurt someone or hurt someone else, like, 
they're automatically like put on like this list of students. A and every list? Yeah. And every month, like our administration meets and they talk about these red flag kids. And did you still have counseling? Yes. Like in school? Because I guide- remember there used to be a counselor, but yeah, like nobody really. Yeah, we have the really- guidance counselor. So like. What's sad is that. I mean, I have a few kids that meet with her like every Thursday for lunch because, you know, there's things going on and she meets with them and. So we definitely do. There's things put in place in the public school system to help. I'm just like I'm just I'm done, dude. Bring it, bringing it back around to the 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 video clip on Instagram of the the nine year old who yeah. is born uh, with um, Dorf, dwarfism. Yeah, uh, that also that that is something that. Parents have to teach their kids like Absolutely. there from the, from there the are, get there are sure. different kinds of people in yes. this world, people that don't look the same or that are taller or that can't walk or like I've I've talked to my son or right. our son about you know because he's asked like well why doesn't he have a le-? you know I yeah. got to him oh well some people are born that way and this right. and that and it would freak him out like he would you got to explain to them you know, why people are looking it. the way they do. You know, and but that's something that comes from the that that's come that's what comes from the parents. But like I said, there's parents out there that don't care. They're so busy, like you know, like my wife said, uh, you have parents that drop their kids off at school at seven, and they're in the world of work, and they're nowhere around. And then all they know is that once they get off work, they got to pick their kid up, and they're going home. They got to get dinner and stuff like that. They don't. They're not worried, and 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 then you know there's people that have a professionalism of uh, that they're a realtor or something. They're always on the phone, or or they have to do emails, and they're not educating their kids on what is out there. They're just you know learning on their own, and I don't know if they home. don't they don't take the time to explain to them about you know things like. That, s- I feel like that's what used to give life to gangs back in the day, when kids didn't have like a family to go home with. They would find sure. like comfort or. Right. Some kind of camaraderie. Oh, I can't even talk. Because the gang was taking time to listen to what Wait, they Yeah, there was, you know, like I didn't have anybody home. They'd join a gang. It was like, yo, we'll be your family. Yo, we just, you know, stuff like that. And then, honestly, that was kind of, and then it, it was a vicious circle because then the bully, you know, the gangs were bullying. Mm-hmm. They beat you up to join the group. Yeah, you get beat No, in. but what he's referring to no, is but I'm the referring to yeah, the gangs bully people. Yeah, 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 yeah it'd be, it'd be like... But I'm saying gangs now, they beat you up to be an initiation, bro. Gangs always know. beat it up people to be an initiation. Why would I get beat up by trying to afford to beat up? You got to earn your licks, bro. Most, nah, most gangs, there's always initiations, buddy. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So, um, is that it for the, for this episode? Oh, or every, did, did you guys, guys get it all piece? out of your chest? I'm good. Like I said, I just, I'm, I'm so done with seeing all these mass shootings and stuff like that. I just really wish that we would find a way to put money into schools and help get more security or whatever, whatever it needs to stop the mass shootings, and I'm not just saying in Florida. I'm talking about everywhere, bro. You know what right. I'm saying? I just I'm I'm done seeing kids go to school, like because eventually I want to have a kid, and eventually I don't want my kid to go to school and have to worry about you know that. You know, of course, their main thing should be going to get an education. You know what I'm saying? And then they have to see, be at work, get a phone call. Hey, there's been a mass shooting at your school, bro. My mind is gonna be everywhere and freaking out like all these other parents are. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I'm just that's my biggest thing is we just trying to find ways to avoid these things, whatever you can do to stop the bullying, you know, whatever, whatever it takes, man. I'm at this point now, whatever it takes, bullying or judgment, being judgmental. Yeah, just whatever it takes to stop it. I just wanted to stop because I feel like you, I wish you could just put a sensor on every kid, make them watch a video and see how they react to it, bro. Like, you know, what I'm saying like shock therapy, you know what I'm well, saying? Then they go, you play them the video. Why did you do that? How did that make you feel? You know, uh, yeah, you know, shock, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, but honestly, I think it before you even spend money on security and cameras, man, I think it's got to start with the parents, bro. I mean, you got, there's got to be something that kind of enforces or kind of, you know, puts more, bro. But there's just, like, there's I don't just know how to say, but kind of like more pressure, I guess, on the parents to be parents. Absolutely. No, I, I totally agree. I totally agree, but everyone's been saying that since day one. That's always been but after they all these shootings. It's always bro. a thing. It's just that you're always gonna have parents that don't care. Look, there was a video. Then have them pay there fines was a viral, or something. There was, Let a them viral, know this. there was a viral video that went out not too long ago, right? Just before the year ended, and it showed the police at at a house, mm-hmm. right? And I think it was a grandma of of a kid, and I guess she was the um, 
caretaker. Legal caretaker, guardian or something. The guardian. And, and she's asking the police, why are you taking my son? And he's like, because he posted on social media that he was going to, you know, uh, kill people mm-hmm. in his school. And she's like, oh, but he was just kidding. He was just joking. It was just a joke. Why are you taking him? This is unbelievable. You know, like, this is the type of parents that you're dealing with that the policeman is, or the, the, the law enforcement officer is telling the, the guardian, the legal guardian, the parent, whoever it is, of the, this kid, mm-hmm. your kid posted on social media that he's going to do harm to people, and this is now what we have to do. We have to come get him and arrest him and take him in. To get seen, we can't wait to see if this something. is a joke or not. Right? It's like to us, it's not a joke anymore. And but she's like, but I just don't understand. I don't get it. This, that does make no sense. He was just doing a joke. I don't know why he's get he gets arrested for just saying a joke online. He told me it was a joke. You see what I'm saying? Like this is the the the, the mentality, the thought process these parents and guardians are having. Like they can't, they're lying to themselves about it because they're seeing their child get arrested. And, and they get help too. And you coming too? Cause you didn't She's get not understanding that <laughs> you didn't he, get checked too. Then he he has a hit list on social media, and it's like, have you seen what's happening, ma'am? Yes, but he's not that kind of kid. I know what kind of kid he is, and you're like, Dude. no, you don't. You'd be surprised. <laughs> these parents nowadays look. He, my wife will tell you, you a kid can't even make the the gun. Oh no! The, you can't make the. You know how you could point bang, a gun, bang, yeah. or if you're in the playground, and you you get suspended right away for that. For real, you can't now, even do the old. Now. Like remember the, the what was it like from Happy Gilmore? Shoot him, McGavin. Yeah, you can't. I'm you can't telling use you, the, they're the really cracking down. Like, like you get suspended. Get, That's so an automatic suspension right off the bat. No ifs, ands, or buts. Can I point at you? You like the, can't do the, the gun. Yeah, okay, like so as long as the hammer's not cocked back. <laughs> 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 pretty much. Oh, man. Yeah. No, they're getting really strict. So I it's mean, pretty much like you can't, no gun references at school is like saying no. bomb on a plane. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Man. It's really. It's intense. gotten that bad. Even, plane, even in the airport, you say that word. <laughs> Yo, this Popeye chicken sandwich was the bomb. Security. You know, that happened to a guy, right? He got arrested because he was joking about he dropped, uh, he was pooing. Oh, my God. He was God. like, I was about to blow up this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, my God. They called the police because they thought he was literally oh going to blow up the bathroom. Like, I just took a, he, a big number doing, two. He was doing the phrase of like, yo, I'm about to go in here and blow up. Like, I'm about I'm to go I'm about to here. drop <laughs> this bomb, <laughs> yo. Will Smith was saying, the stink bomb. The stink bomb. I'm about to blow up. Why does he say that all the time, bro? He can't say that now. He's like, yo, Yo, man, I'm about to blow. And it, oh, woo, woo. <laughs> pretty much. Oh, All right, I'm so, good. Uh, I got it out of my system. Is that good? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. And Nate, Ms. Nora, you good? We appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thank you for giving wow. us the two dimensions. <laughs> no problem. Not right. the two, but two others. But. Well, we'd like to thank you again for listening and being part of the casually kicking it conversation and episode. Is this? Yeah. Okay. What were you going to say? Nothing. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> Thank remember, you for listening. <laughs> remember to get us on all social, social media platforms and give us uh, a good review, guys. We out of here. Adios. Peace.